everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, and I am joined in the studio by Mike Volby. Hello. And Anna. Hello. Who's last nameless now. Last nameless. <laughs> Who we've Anna. gone to. Just Anna. Just Anna. It's like Madonna. Cher. Oh, it's actually more important. Exactly. Yeah, as it should be. So I saw a whole bunch of movies recently. I'm trying to get through. The summertime is the busy time for catching up on stuff and watching the new stuff because... Sometimes the summer movies don't come out on DVD by the end of the year, and we have to mm-hmm. start putting the list together. So uh, one movie I didn't plan on seeing necessarily, but I went with a friend that wanted to see it, 22 Jump Street. Was not really excited to see it because I saw the first, and I was like, meh, and I didn't really care too much. 22 Jump Street, however, much funnier. Really? Much funnier. You've seen Gremlins and Gremlins 2? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gremlins 2, how it's like meta about itself and being a movie and things like that. Right. 22 Jump Street's the same way. They're very self-aware that they're a sequel and half the movie is making jokes about that. Nice. And it doesn't get old either. It's actually really funny the whole way through. I don't know if they'll be able to do that with a third because then it becomes worn out. But we'll see. Cool. So this is a rare occasion where the sequel is better? I thought so. I really did. Uh, another sequel I saw just the other... Actually, these are all sequels. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that comes out these days. I know, right? How to Train Your Dragon 2. <gasps> I want to see that, oh, that so bad. Out. So good. Oh, I'm excited. It's so good. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily as good as the first, but still very, very good. I mean, the first was really good. Right. So it's a high bar to live up to. But How to Train Your Dragon 2 was very, very good as well. Mm. Cool. And Dawn of the Planet of the Apes I saw last night. You saw the new monkey movie? I did. I had no intention to, but uh, our buddy Roger Andrews called me up and was like, hey, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. You want to come with? I was like, all right, why not? Cool. <laughs> Effects, amazing. Mm. Amazing. The the way that they've been able to motion capture, like take the facial acting of these people and just recreate it on the faces of the apes is so mind-boggling. Yeah. And they do a couple like really close zoom-ins on them, and you just... There's no way to know. Like in old CGI, your brain just goes, okay, that's fake. That's fake. That's fake. It's not the case anymore. It's so crazy. Do you think we'll look back in like 15 years and go, wow, that looks so fake? Maybe. I don't know, But though. I don't know. Yeah, even some you go back now. Because Jurassic Park holds up. I was just going to say Which that. is crazy. That is the example. What was that's that, 93? Yeah, yeah, that was a really freaking long time ago, and it does. I mean, there's like occasionally you can see like, oh, that's a blue screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it holds up. Yeah. It's like there's fucking dinosaurs in that movie. do it right the first time. Yeah. Yeah, it was unbelievable. And the story of uh, Planet of the Apes 2 is good. However, it's just one of those movies where, like, the universe I don't care about. Like, the story's great and everything, but Mm. I just don't care about that Planet of the Apes universe. So I don't really care about anything that happens in it too much. I don't. Are you rooting for the the monkeys or the humans? There's no rooting necessary. Oh. We know how it ends up. These I know, are all but, prequels. But, you know. Yeah. Like, I went to the zoo last week. <laughs> and I was looking at the monkeys in the cage, and I was kind of like, yeah, I'd support them. I don't know. I think I'd switch sides and be like, yeah, totally yeah. on the monkey side. I feel bad. They get those nice little faces and can pet them. <laughs> you can do that with people, I wouldn't too. pet them, but okay. I love the original. Yeah. The original Planet of the Apes, but I haven't seen the new ones yet. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, though. Have you guys seen anything? I did. I did. Ooh, ooh, ooh me. Ooh. ooh, me. I saw stuff. Um, hmm. Rob, do you have a question? <laughs> Skip right by her. 
It's like what? being in school. She's oh. like, oh, me, me, me. <laughs> All right, so it was another failed attempt. Right, you know what? I'm just going to shut I up just, today. That this went right happening. over my head. It did. The school teacher. Yeah. So I saw the new Thor and the new Captain America. Oh. And I know I'm a little behind, but for me, that's really new. Yeah. <laughs> like, my usually it takes me years to catch up. I liked them both. Mm-hmm. I think the Thor movies get a little, what's it called? Um loki indulgent no, well yeah well there's that but yeah. they they get kind of um like there's too much mm-hmm. what is the word i'm looking for overwhelming no. convoluted Over- convoluted thank okay. you yes damn it Back on track. win one for mike okay uh yeah they get a little convoluted with the, i'm like i'm not 100 percent sure what's going on right now but yeah. the fighting is cool and i don't get you know what i don't understand is people's well girls attraction to loki mm-hmm. he's so effeminate that's like part how of it. could you how could you like choose Loki over Thor? Like, Girls Thor love gay like, guys. Yeah, I don't get that. We live in a metrosexual world now. Yeah, it's not that's not my style. I don't get it. And it's also the bad boy thing because he's the bad guy. Bad guys tend to come off as more sexy oftentimes than the good guy. I like how Rob attractive. knows more about this than me. Right. I'm like, I'm confused. He's like, well, this is what women think. Oh, thank you, Rob. Are you thank kidding? You. If, if I knew what women thought, <laughs> I would live in an entirely different world. Oh, my goodness. And then uh, Captain America was unbelievable. Right. It was so good. One of the best Marvel movies. Yeah, it was It was really long. Mm-hmm. And it it didn't, it felt long, but in a good way. Like when it when the movie was over, I'm like, wow. Like, we started that movie a long time ago, and it was like a journey. Yeah. You know? I mean, some movies are too long, and you're like, all right, that was too long. That was really long. Yeah. This one was long, and it's not like it went by really fast. It went by slow, and it felt long, but in a good way. It actually it made took you... you somewhere. Right. Exactly. You really felt like you spent a lot of time with these people, and it was all quality time. The roller coaster lasted two minutes instead of 30 seconds. Right. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. And I saw the new RoboCop. What did you think of that? I loved it. Yeah. I thought ahead. it was good. It wasn't I mean it wasn't that like the best story in the history of the world, but it was like a damn strong action film. Right. You know, I mean it had everything that it needed to have in it. It was really good. I and when you it compare it to the landscape of reboots, it's kind oh, of yeah. the front runner. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it tried to be the first one, which no. is like what people's complaints were a little bit like they didn't like how he di- how he got injured and right, stuff. Right, right. But I'm like, that's a good thing, because why just ma- remake the movie? You don't want to do that. So it was good, because they changed it enough so that it like kept it interesting, because you didn't really know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So it was awesome. And the weirdest thing, that movie was so weird, because do you remember the training scene when he was fighting that guy yep. that built the robots? Jackie O'Haley. The song yes. during that scene is the most obscure song, but is like it? I know it. Oh, really? The band that did that song also played one of the songs I like walked down the aisle to at my wedding. Like, I love that band. They're a Dutch band from the 70s. (laughs) And for them to put this song, me and my me and Mike just looked at each other like, is this happening right now? Because like nobody's they're not even like American. Like nobody's ever heard that song except for the two of us, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So we're like, it had to have been the director's favorite song or something like totally random. It's a guy. I mean, he's like yodeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like an and, old... And yet it fit the scene so well. It did. Yeah. But it was just... It's the most obscure reference. Like, that was clearly just somebody's favorite song because nobody's ever heard it before. Yeah. Like, it's just, it was so random and hilarious. <laughs> so that was that was fun. Cool. Any others? Or? Uh, just those three. I have a couple more 
in the bank, but okay. I haven't watched them yet. All right. Look forward to hearing the reports in the future. Uh, I have a follow-up on the Squatty Potty. Oh. I know everybody's excited. As oh I continued to use it, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> I I don't like not using it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Things are still flowing well. Yes. I yeah. think it needs to be a staple in everybody's house. Mm. I really well, I've do. Now, I just get up on my... This is going to be weird to describe. <laughs> so I, I sit on the toilet now, but yeah. I try to make sure my knees are elevated above my hips so I get up on my toes and it just flows easily. Anna? Why not just I get a squatty never, potty? I, I don't, don't know because I can feel the ridicule pooping. coming if people come over. What's that? Does it say it on it or yes. does it talk? Oh, yeah, it you can take the sticker off. Well, though. I was just going to say you'd need it. You'd be like, this is for my nephew because he's short and then nobody would make fun of you. I leave the sticker on so people know how to use it in case they want to. I don't. I mean, I'm not put, embarrassed by. I don't, it. I don't poop give a shit. in other people's houses. <laughs> Neither do personally. I. I was gonna say I, I don't try give a shit, to. but you know what? I do, do give a shit. That's <laughs> that's the whole point. You give a nice, easy flowing shit. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, it's really great. Oh I, I like it. I think everyone should get one. It was such an easy design concept too. Right. I look at it. I'm like, who? How did nobody come up with this? It's a stool. Well, Remember? because you'd have to be, you'd have to know the science behind it to Absolutely. know that's what you wanted to do with your legs. Right. It's not I mean, the product that's yeah. the design. It's the sitting position. Yeah. Really, it's just being able Squatting, to put yourself yeah, into it. Yeah. Squatting position. I actually bought. Um, a couple of my friends got married this past weekend. So congrats, Kate. Uh, I know she's listening. But I bought them a squatty potty for a wedding gift. Oh my god! <laughs> and they thought it was the funniest thing Rob's ever. Rob's the new like <laughs> shit guy. <laughs> you passed the ass torch I to did. Rob. Yeah, yeah. I well, did. She's a big Howard Stern fan, so I know they would get a kick out of it. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go into some geek outs and freak outs then. Yay! How was that not geeking out? That whole beginning intro to the show. <laughs> well, so Anna just geeked out for like 20 minutes. Yeah, but they're not always necessarily geek outs. They're just things that I just was getting reports. Like one of those movies could have like nothing. My life has been so boring. That's a freak out. <laughs> uh, let's do geek outs first. Who's up? Um, I don't really have a like a geek out really so much as um, just doing something new. I um, started reading the Percy Jackson books, mm. which they're good. Wouldn't say I'm geeking out over them. They're certainly not Harry Potter good, but Who's they're Percy good. Who's Percy Jackson? Um, Wasn't there a movie recently? There yeah, have been two there's of them, been yeah. two oh. movies. It's a series of books about, it's pretty much like Harry Potter, but they're like Greek gods instead cool. of wizards. Well, I like that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's good. It, it's hopping right along. You know, it keeps me turning the pages. It's not as emotional mm-hmm. as Harry Potter. Like, you're not as invested in the characters. Like, if one of them died, I probably wouldn't give a crap. Yeah. But um, but they're fun. Well, I think it's ultimately a knockoff. and just... It definitely is, because there's some direct, like, parallels that mm-hmm. kind of are irritating. Like, the camp director is, like, an asshole. So I'm like, okay, Severus Snape. Right, right. Um, So there's some definite, like, you know, but I'm glad somebody's trying, and it's a, it's a fun series of books. How far in are you? I'm on the third one. How many are there? I guess there's like three different sets. Mm-hmm. And there's five books in the first set. Okay. Wow. So I don't think they're all about Percy Jackson. I think they're maybe one of the other ones might just take place in that universe. Oh, but okay. with different people. That's kind of nice. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, they're real short. They're kids' books, right, like Harry right. Potter was. So they're easy to read and they're short. So I flew through the first two and I'm on the third now. And um, the only thing that's like disappointing, though, is they... I guess the movie wasn't even remotely at all whatsoever like the book. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to bother watching those. Hmm. 
I've seen the first two, but I would not be able to tell you how they compare. Right. Because <laughs> reading. <laughs> I like reading. I got a Kindle. <laughs> Just, I love how he laughs about reading. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to read Game of Thrones, but I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of commitment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like long books, but I like short books, too. Sure. So. Cool. Volby. I met Tony Horton. Well, we yeah. did. And we interviewed him. That's actually so my that's first guy, too. Yeah. Cool. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Pretty normal. For people that don't know who Tony Horton is, he's the guy that created P90X. Yes, um, and we had him on for like a good 50 minutes or so. And that'll be up in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd you manage to score that one? He's from Westerly. Oh, so really? He comes back twice a year and he likes, he loves the gym so much that he offered to do a free class for us. Wow. He, so we had a P90X class. With the guy who created P90X, which is pretty cool. That is awesome. And then he hung around. He took pictures. He signed stuff. Uh, and he agreed to do the podcast the next day. So he came back. He was on a family vacation. Mm-hmm. So he took wow. time out of his day you know, to sit with us and let us interview him. And he's got some cool stuff coming. So it was nice to meet him because he wasn't stuck up or arrogant mm, or anything. I have he's just to a say, normal guy. Like People like to poke fun at him and his personality because of the DVDs and stuff. And yeah, you, when you're watching the DVDs over and over again, you're hearing the same jokes over and over again. It does become kind of strange, but I had no idea he would be as humble and as personable and as friendly as he was when we actually met him. He was so down to earth and like just the nicest guy Mm. and actually very, very entertaining, really charming. Like there's a reason he's as successful as he is. Yeah. And you'll Very find cool. out when we interviewed him. Yeah, yeah. Talks about it. Yeah, that'll be up in a couple Even weeks. Even the other day, he kept he said, make sure you get all that media stuff over the Rob or have Rob get all your, your media stuff over to my people so we can put it out there on social media. Cool. Nice. So, yeah. yeah, he just wants to help. Yeah. Nice guy. I finished the first Dexter book. Yeah. Cool. So within the, like, the last chapter, mm-hmm. completely changes everything. Oh, Pe- yeah. People die that don't die in the show. I knew that, yeah. For a while. Yep. So, and I'm a couple chapters into the second book, and it's already drastically different. Right. Except for Dokes, that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the exact same guy, which is great because he's such an ass. You'll love to hate him. But it's really good. There's a short book series for you, Anna. Yeah. Only like 200 and something pages. Cool. Big print. (laughs) No pictures. (laughs) Now that you've started reading it, would you suggest watching a show first or reading it first? Uh... I don't think it matters which way you do it. The only thing is that the book series hasn't ended yet. So it's still oh, going. Okay. There's no there's no end. Okay. The last book came out last year. But I looked it up to see if the book series has ended and they said there's no end in sight. So mm. which is cool cuz now so maybe watch the show first. Right. Because there's a beginning and an end. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you watch or you read the books. But the show goes into believe it or not more detail on characters. You right. you're you able to that. figure them out. The book is doesn't do much in the way of description. So if you don't already know what they look like, you would have a really hard time envisioning these people. You might just picture Rob as Dexter. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like there's there's the way he's described is just quick and you just go, All right, well but it's good. And it's a lot more vi- the the books are more violent. Well, I like that. Yes. <laughs> Any others? Uh no. Okay. <laughs> With a sigh. Rob's up. My first was Tony Horton as well, too, uh, but we talked about that enough. That was cool. I did my first cosplay photo shoot. Oh, oh I saw yeah, those I pictures. Remember. 
so I have the full Batman costume now. I've been kind of teasing it for a while, uh, and I didn't want to put anything out really until it was 100% complete and out there. So I do, I want to thank all the people that helped me out with that. In proper Bruce Wayne fashion, I did fashion it or outsource it from different people and put it all together because that's what Bruce would do. And I also don't have that kind of craft skill. So I know my limitations, but I have a, uh, it's a classic black gray Batman suit and a Batman Beyond suit kind of combined. And uh, it's an original concept. I did design the concept myself. So I did take a little bit of credit there. But uh, the bodysuit and the cape and the cowl all came from different people. And then someone created the belt buckle. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm happy with it. I think it's really cool. Uh, I'll be wearing it for the first time at San Diego Comic-Con. Woo-hoo. Yay. Which I'm also How long did it take to get about. the whole suit on? To put it on? Yes. From beginning to end. You have some eye makeup on. It looked like There's your eyes were darkened. There's some eye black, yeah, yeah, which I didn't do myself. I had my friend do yeah. because I, it's tough to see that and really yeah. judge it all. But I would say it took about maybe 15 minutes the first time. Mm-hmm. But now I'm a little quicker putting it, it together. How many times have you put it on? Only like Anna, the full he's wearing thing. it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the full thing I've only put on once so far for the uh, photo shoot. So yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't just. It's too hot to walk around with oh, it all the time. Okay, that's it. In the winter, Thinking, it'll yeah. be a more constant thing. Is it right. difficult to get it off? I remember when you got the cowl. So you got the the headpiece. Yeah. Yep. And you put it on here. You had trouble getting it off because it pulled on your ears. Yeah. Is it still uh, a challenge? Well, or does the material loosen up a bit? It's easy to take it off because it's just drenched in sweat. Oh, oh God. Like doing the shoot. Hot knife through butter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were in downtown Framingham taking the pictures in like the industrial park, which was a little odd just walking around there at night dressed up as Batman. But, you know, whatever. But that thing has like no air yeah. inside of it. It's just rubber. So it just gets soaked under there and it just pours out from underneath. So I'm going to have to figure out, like, maybe put a towel or something in the top of the yeah, head. Tape, or... like, like cut up wicking socks and, like, glue it to the inside of yeah, your hat. I yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Can you hear okay? Yes, but it sounds like it muffled. sounds like putting headphones on with nothing coming through them. Could it you really put, is muffled. Like, could you have, like, the, uh, the tiniest of hole put in without it being noticeable? I was thinking about that and I probably could, but I feel like it might hurt the integrity of the oh. the cowl like eventually that would start to crack oh, maybe and spread and then i would just rip it at some point yeah but i'd, I'd be i don't know i'm gonna ask a couple of people that also the photos look good do it yeah and who is the girl that was catwoman uh my friend ryu lavitz she was the girl that was on right a few episodes back actually and she took good. a lot of the photos too, so. so what did it feel like to put the suit on and walk around? Is the best. Did you just feel like <laughs> like this this was my purpose in life right here, right now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Except for the fact that I can't turn my head. It was very, very cool. So you've learned that like Batman fighting in that is probably not realistic. Yeah. I mean, something more form fit for him. Because obviously the, the boots are kind of a generic boot. Mm-hmm. They're not for me. Even the cowl is... A generic mold it's not for my head so i do have to put some extra stuff under it but just you still to lose the mobility right. of being able to turn right and i've seen some people cut the neck mm. and keep the neck piece and the head piece separate so you can but i feel like that would damage the look of it a little bit yeah, i'm like looking at all your batmans right now going yeah you know yeah. How does he do that? Yeah, you gotta hmm. do that. Mm. <laughs> and there's a lot of batmans to look at oh so yeah, yeah yeah i have some references <laughs> So I was thrilled with that. People that want to see the photos can check them out on the uh, Geek Generation Facebook page or on my Instagram, which is at the Night Angel. 
So uh, there's more photos to come still, and I'll also be doing other shoots. So, uh, yeah, that's a thing. Neat. <laughs> I've been playing Mercenary Kings a lot lately, which is a video game that I backed on Kickstarter a while ago. Oh, yeah. I actually got it back a while ago, too, but I hadn't been able to play it, and I didn't know why it kept crashing. And I was like, oh, great, I backed this game, and I can't even play it now. And I've had it for months. But I updated my video card drivers, and now I can play it just fine. Oh. So <laughs> update your drivers, people. That's the 2D <laughs> scrolling it is. shooting yeah, game. Yeah, the that one we that we played. played at PAX. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That was Boston? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoy the game. Uh, I actually recommend playing it online with other people, too. You can set it to public. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing on Steam. I don't have a lot of Steam friends or anything. But uh, I think my name on Steam is SSJ Berserker, if anybody wants to add me on Steam and play Mercenary Kings, if they have it. But you play online, and all these people can hop in and do the mission with you, and then you still get credit for it. And there's mm-hmm. it's no harder, even though other people are in there. And you can have, like, four people in the mission with you at the same time. And I haven't noticed any lag, really, too, playing it online. So it's been a lot of fun, actually. San Diego Comic-Con, obviously. Obviously. It's coming up very, very soon. What are the dates of that? I will be there from the <clears throat> 24th of July through the 27th, I believe, or 28th. It's the Thursday to the Sunday. So, And I'm leaving at 7 a.m. on Thursday morning. Nice early flight. Direct? Direct. You'll be there at 10 a.m. their time. I will. Maybe 11. Yep. So I'll still be able to make LAX. most of the day. I believe so. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. It'll Very be my cool. first San Diego Comic-Con. Roger Comic-Con. picking you up? It'll be your first no, no, real vacation in off. how long? God, what's a vacation? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I'm still kind of working at the same time. No. I don't really take... Oh, I'm bringing recording equipment. Yeah, but, and, but that's fun for you. I know, I know. But I will be debuting the costume there. Uh, which is very appropriate for the 75th anniversary year of Batman and also the Batman and Superman stuff's going on. Mm-hmm. There has been talk that the Batmobile might be there from either Batman versus cool. Superman or from the uh, Arkham game, Arkham Knight. So if either one is there, I'm definitely getting a picture in front of it with the suit on. <laughs> that yeah. would be awesome. Uh, so I am insanely excited for that. This made me laugh so much uh, that I had to put it in my geek outs, even though it's I don't know if it's necessarily something I'm excited about. I was just entertained by it. Uh, this guy, Zach Brown from Columbus, Ohio, created a Kickstarter campaign to make potato salad. Have you guys heard about this at all? No. no. OK. How much? Uh, Brown set a pledge goal of ten dollars to buy the ingredients <laughs> necessary. The description on the campaign reads, basically, I'm just making potato salad. I haven't decided what kind yet. That's it. Did you back it? No, I oh. didn't. I didn't, but it's it's just hilarious. Has to he me. made any money? He reached his goal pretty quickly. It was ten bucks, so that was pretty easy to do. And after day one, added several stretch goals, such as making two potato recipes, using better mayonnaise, live streaming the construction of the potato salad, and renting out a hall for a potato salad party. So if he accomplished these other goals, then he would <laughs> have that stuff too. But the campaign then went viral. Oh, jeez. And with currently 19 days remaining, the project has nearly 6,000 backers and is closing in on $50,000 raised, which is the entertaining part to me. So he's just making money here? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's entertaining. 
but they're like, you know, diseases we should be curing people. Like, why are you giving your money to this guy? You could be giving it to Rob. You could be giving it to cancer. Why are you giving it to the potato salad guy? Yeah. Just do something better with your money. It's Anna, that's funny, I but love that's how you upsetting. Lumped Rob and cancer into the same group. <laughs> they're both needy. <laughs> I am a cancer on society and therefore require your money or a cure uh, for boredom cancer. Right. Yeah. Right. That's totally what you meant. That's exactly it. <laughs> so I'm it just, just very... goes to show what people care about. Oh, yeah. I'm just entertained and by that the whole there concept. Is, there's plenty of expendable money out there. Absolutely. We just don't want to spend it. Apparently, there were, there were like two contributions that were $10,000 donations, but they both like got declined. And taken off. So at one point it was up to like seventy thousand, and then it dropped back down. All so of a what sudden. are these people getting for this? Nothing. Just they get to watch him eat potato salad. <laughs> Pretty much. He said he'll send out like bites of the potato salad to people like mail. Who wants that? I would not eat that. No, it's ridiculous. No. I think it's funny. There's one to pick ingredients for the potato salad as long as they're potato salad appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not gonna put like sardines in the exactly, potato salad. Exactly. All right. I don't know. I found it entertaining. And you can contribute to it if you want to, although I didn't I don't necessarily suggest you do that because like Anna said, there are other things that could use your money. Like Lots our Patreon page. Yeah. Yeah. Geekgeneration.com slash support. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh lastly, I had said that I wasn't really a fan of the fruity flavored Oreos that are happening right now. Like there was the watermelon one, there was the ice cream berry bump. Son of a Volpe bitch. Volpe just perked up <laughs> because he thinks I'm going to whip out food in two seconds. You are. I never get to be on food episodes. You don't? Ever. Really? Ever. Oh. Well, there's one flavor in particular that even though I didn't care about the fruity flavored Oreos, I saw that they had limeade Oreos. Really? What? And I was like, these I have to try. Yes. So uh, we it's do totally have. It's totally worth the hour and a half drive. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> They're not oh, the chocolate. Good. So I was it's, just yeah, they're say the vanilla one. Yeah, I like lime. So they're the vanilla Oreo, and then they have a limeade flavor cream. Completely See, people, he unopened can't package. Pay us, so he just gives us food. I'm so I said excited I right now. Works you like have a no child. idea how excited I am right now. <laughs> Every time I listen to a food episode, I get so jealous. <laughs> oh man, he gave us the bag, the yeah, box. This is staying right here. Yes, it is. Oh god. Do you think we could eat them all? I could. Hell yeah. Yeah, but what if they're awful? Yeah. I don't want to fight you because you'll win. I'm just saying. All right. This is how I eat Oreos. I was just going to, hey. Are the vanilla ones crunchier? That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And then you eat the, this? Mm-hmm. Oh, Me that's too. not what I do. Cool. Watch them. I have to eat in twos. We just point it and at And then I put them do. together to make my to double explain. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really good. You know what that tastes like? Limeade? The lime Greek yogurt. I would not like yogurt. Oh. Texture thing, huh? Mm-hmm. And smell. Smell of yogurt system. This is a good, like, summer cookie. This is awesome. Thank you, Nabisco. Mmm. I do like that. Is that good? Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good shit. It's Hostess. like refreshing. Nope, mm. it's, it's not heavy. It's like, you could eat a hundred of these, probably. <laughs> we <will>. might. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Yeah. Enjoy our crunching. I approve. As usual, this is a pretty good time to take a break normally. <laughs> well, uh, since we're eating, I started watching. You know Furious Pete? No. Oh. He's like a pretty jacked up guy. Okay. But he does food challenges. If you ask him to do something, he'll pretty much do it. Really? I watched a video today of him eating four and a half pounds 
of uh, cream cheese. Oh, yeah, that's that what he does. Awful. Oh, it's fantastic to watch him do it. He like does competitive food eating, so he knows how to like wash it down with water. That would or make me want to vomit. Oh, it's so awesome. He does all kinds of crazy stuff. So you should check out Furious Pete. Ew. Was he on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does workout videos. He does food challenges. He travels. Hmm. I think the travel channels hired him to do some stuff. Probably like extreme eating challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did the cinnamon challenge. Oh, yeah. But wait, why stop at a spoonful? He got the largest bottle of cinnamon he could and just ate spoonful after spoonful of it. But you can't, right? He did. Oh, it looked like look tar was in Anna, his mouth. you know you're not on mic right now, right? Yeah, I'm chewing. <laughs> so cool. On that note, we'll be right back after yeah, these messages. Exactly. <laughs> be right back after these cookies. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hey, this is Chris Gore. You're listening to the Geek Generation. Nerds rule! Welcome back. We are now moving into our freakouts. Oh, freakout! It's hot. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not snowing. That's true. But I'm sweating all day, every day. Yeah. Got some serious pit stank going on it's by not like the two heat, every day. It's the humidity. And it yeah, really is. It is. And he works in a gym. Yeah. But yeah, but he cool has AC in, in there. Yeah, he's fine. It's everywhere else. Like my house. Yeah. Here. <laughs> And here. It's hot here. Yeah. That's because Anna's in studio. Oh. oh. Did you notice the shirt today? I uh, did. Very nice. Excellent. What is it? I Wild Stallion. Oh, cool. You're oh. a married woman. You're off limits. I don't stare at your chest anymore. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> can always look. That's what they're there for. Yeah. They're like my only asset. <laughs> they're all I have. If you don't, she gets insulted. Oh. We're just we're just trying to uh, make you feel wanted. That's all. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, so freakouts. Who's up? I don't really have any. No. Volpe. No. Not really. Damn. Things are okay. Okay. Bye, freakouts. Yay. <laughs> Rob's pissed. <laughs> I can't believe. Well, I guess it is more, way more for me than it is for you, Volpe. What? Volpe was the one to inform me on Monday or on Tuesday. Oh, that's right. I, I was down at the gym. I ruined his day. Oh, like no. in three seconds, I walked out. Hey, Rob, guess what? And then I I watched him almost cry. Oh, Hours no. later, the other people in the gym are asking me, what's wrong? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's not kidding. They were. Crumb's Bake Shop Oh, closed all its locations on Monday, last Monday. Didn't they just open some, too? They did. Providence That's Place crazy. Mall had a, a kiosk. They've been open for Boston. probably close to a year now at this point, those mm. locations, if not a little longer. But they were primarily in New York and Los Angeles and things like that. But they did expand very rapidly. However, the cupcake boom is kind of over. Oh. And they expanded so rapidly that when sales started to decline, they took a hit because they had all these locations open. They just weren't doing the business that they used to. So they're also very expensive cupcakes. They are, but they're worth it. They're so good. It's not good. something you get all the time. It's like a special treat. And uh they did kind of serve as one of my primary 
baking inspirations. Like when I started eating crumbs cupcakes, I was like, oh, cupcakes can be like this. And then I really started experimenting with all mm-hmm. the other ones that I've been making. But I was super, super bummed because that's also our New York tradition. Whenever we go to New York Comic Con, we stop at crumbs on the way home. I didn't really get them, even though they were around here a lot. I didn't get them often because it was kind of that kind of mm-hmm. special thing. But here's the good news. An investor group that includes the Fisher family and Marcus Lemonis, chairman and CEO of Camping World and Good Sam Enterprises and star of CNBC's The Profit, confirmed its plans to provide financing for the struggling cupcake chain as a prelude to an acquisition. Oh. Lemonis, so it's like the Twinkies all over again. Yep, yep. Lemonis we, plans to- Nothing inc- can die anymore. No. Plans to incorporate other holdings, including Sweet Pete's Candy, into the new entity that contains crumbs. Cool. So instead of them going completely under- uh, an investor group's coming in, taking the brand, taking the cupcakes, and instead of th- – they feel that the cupcakes are too niche, and they're going to keep Crumbs locations open, or at least that's the plan, but also bring other things into it to go with the cupcakes mm. so they can bring in a, a wider variety of people for different things, which I think is smart. No official announcement has been made yet, though, but I also have to say that for the first time ever, I'm now a stock market investor. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> And I, I had a uh, like a Roth IRA or whatever, and I don't get financial stuff at all. But over the last like two years, I've made a dollar <laughs> in interest in my IRA. After one day of investing in crumbs, I made 10 bucks right. Right, in one right. shot there. So uh, I feel like when the official announcement happens and it goes up, it's going to be great. And I'm pumped for crumbs staying even if they are not going to be the same as they used to be. The, cr- the cupcakes might be the same, which is all I care about ultimately. And I hope that they survive because they're the best ever. And there's there's some nostalgic and sentimental attachment to it. So I really want to see them succeed. Cool. So as bummed as I was, there is hope. Hope on the horizon. Hope on the horizon. What's replaced the cupcake? As you know, as like the latest boom, mm. I think cake pops did for a little while, but not on a I think that like sounds stupid and I don't want to eat one. <laughs> uh, that was a, a short lived thing, though. I don't know what the current like baking thing. I know. What was it? Pinkberry was big for a while. Frozen yogurt. Talk about, still talking about of overrated right frozen yogurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So overrated. I don't just I'm, give me like a banana split or like yeah. a giant bowl of ice cream well the thing is they put so much sugar into frozen yogurt anyway that it's worse off for you than and just then getting they ice let cream you top with it with like cereal Garbage. which is a great idea but yeah you just go eat real ice cream i agree i think it see for me it's it's two different things i'm not trying to replace ice cream mm-hmm. like when i get ice cream i usually get vanilla with either m&ms or reese's pieces in it because I want like something chocolatey and like sweet and thick. And when I want frozen yogurt and I go to Pinkberry, I usually get like the like strawberry or raspberry mm-hmm. frozen yogurt. And then I put like something, yeah, crunchy or it's Captain like a different Crunch. dessert. It's a different dessert right, completely. Right. It's mm-hmm. I don't re- look at frozen yogurt like instead of ice no, cream. See, I do. No, I look at it as different. ice cream or frozen yogurt. Especially mm-hmm. when it's really, really, really hot. You don't really want ice cream. It's, it's too, too heavy. heavy. You yeah. want like sherbet or frozen yogurt when it's hot out and like something fruity rather than something milky and chocolatey, yep. you know. I'd go the sherbet or even the gelato route, but frozen yeah. yogurt. Blah, blah. <laughs> no, it's uh, not yogurt, right? Either way. <laughs> Have you well, ever I, actually tasted it or do you just hear the name and run for the hills? Uh, no, I've had frozen yogurt and it tastes okay. like yogurt. Ooh, it doesn't? It absolutely does. You're crazy. Absolutely does. 
I well, we know I I'm crazy, so. but that's beside the point. Uh, speaking of cupcakes, though, my other freak out has to relate to a cupcake holder that I just bought. I got it's downstairs right now, but it's oh, like on a the table. I saw it, it is. Yeah, it's a collapsible holder. It holds yeah. 24 cupcakes in it. And uh, the design's real cool. It pops up. It comes down so you can store it easier and it, you can take out the cupcake trays and have it just carry a cake. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. I'm going to try it. And I do bake so many cupcakes. I was like, I need a way to transport them easier than throwing them on a plate with like plastic wrap because that always messes up the frosting and everything. So for Fourth of July, I made you guys probably saw the picture of it that I had the the cupcakes with the red, white and blue frosting yeah. on or whatever. Uh, I put them all in the cupcake holder and drove them over to my parents house which is like 20 minutes away and when i got there all but two of the cupcakes were like upside down no so doesn't work sucks no it doesn't work at all so i need to get something that just has kind of like deeper cups so it doesn't have even the possibility of flipping over because they have indentations but it's maybe only like a half of the cupcake before the uh top of it so it's clearly not enough to really do that. So that is getting returned. Where did you put it in the car? I put it on the front seat next See, to me, the passenger seat. You should seat. always put food on the floor because floor yeah. it's flat. Right. I honestly don't know if it would have made a big difference, though, because this, it, yeah. It's not like I was going fast or anything or. You want to hear a great cupcake travel story? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there's this place on the Plymouth waterfront called Cupcake Charlie's and it's kind of the same thing. It's got like gourmet, like fancy pants cupcakes. So we went in there. We were on the motorcycles and my brilliant husband had this idea that we could totally bring cupcakes home on the motorcycle. I did not believe him. <laughs> so this we, will not end well. we bought like six, you know, they're like packs of like six or 12. We bought like six. And he managed to get them on the bike, which was pretty amazing. But when we got home, we had a box of <laughs> four naked cupcakes and Ooh. a puddle of frosting. <laughs> like, and they had all mixed together in like the perfect mixture. So it was like that kind of gray, like all the colors mixed together color, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like puddle, like it had just vibrated off and then mixed together at the same time. So we had perfectly clean pieces of cake. And then a giant puddle of gray mush that Gross. like that was these like beautiful, gorgeous gourmet cupcakes, right. you know, and I'm like, all right, I'm not going to say I told you so, because you can just see for yourself. In that situation, you treat it like when you would go to like summer camp or something and get the slush puppy, but then run it through all the flavors. You just mix all the frostings together and put spread back on, on all the cupcakes. Yeah, put it back yeah. on the cupcakes. <laughs> see what you the end up with. fruity of cupcakes. Exactly. Yeah, it was... uh. It was a mess. Pretty funny though. <laughs> On a motorcycle. I should have taken it. I should have taken a picture of it. It was just a really funny looking thing when I opened the box. Right, right. And yet so sad at the same time. I don't care. I don't even oh, need okay. cupcakes. So <laughs> I was just like, "They're your cupcakes. You can you do whatever you want with them." I don't. I don't. She's no. not big on cake. I'm not. Yeah, I don't really like cake. I like would take. Um, nachos over anything. Mm. Like even those cookies. Like those were good, but I would rather eat like chili. Or nachos. Savory or, over sweet. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Chili like, cheese fries. Brisket, chili cheese fries. Oh, my God. <laughs> tater tots? A hamburger. Tater tots are okay. Hmm. I saw a recipe on Facebook for tater tots, but you put them in a waffle iron, so you, like, flatten them I and toast them. Too. Didn't it look good? It did. Totally good idea. <laughs> could cover that. I'm definitely like, going to try that. Make a pizza out of it. You guys are hungry, aren't you? Oh, you could do it like a quesadilla <laughs> and put it, like, you could make, like, a breakfast yeah, burrito kind of thing could. with it. 
Oh. If you toast it long enough, they'll be like almost like a crust. Yeah. Maybe you can make a big sandwich out of it oh. somehow. Welcome to this week's cooking corner. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so hungry. Okay. Uh, my last freak out is my video card, which even though I said is working better because I updated the drivers, I've been doing the streaming games on Twitch thing. Mm-hmm. And I've tried a couple different games. I've been playing a lot of Binding of Isaac. Uh, I tried playing a little Mercenary Kings and I tried playing a little Scribble Knots Unlimited. Because I'm trying to do things that aren't too intensive graphically and that I can turn the music off and still like stream it nicely and listen to the show and things and take little breaks from the game and talk to people and things like that. Uh, unfortunately, the only thing I've been able to play without it crashing my computer is Binding of Isaac. Because when you're streaming, it just uses so oh. much more power to stream and process all that. And it literally will overheat my video card and it just shuts my computer just shuts down Yikes. in protection. So unfortunately, Binding of Isaac is like the only game I can stream right now. So I, I might upgrade my video card so I can get back to doing that because I really do enjoy it. Oh, technology. Oh, technology. Uh, before we move on, I want to give a quick reminder that you can support us to keep us running on a financial basis. It doesn't take a lot of money to do so. And is a tremendous help to us if you head over to the Patreon page we have set up for here. We're asking for $1 a month. We're currently up to $5 a month, Ooh. which is faster than I thought we'd actually get to it. And that's only from three people. So someone's actually giving $3 a month, which is incredibly generous. And we appreciate that so much. Uh, if you would like to be a patron and help support us, head over to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You sign up, choose your amount, and it'll be automatically donated each month. You can cancel your donation anytime. Again, we're only asking for a dollar a month, which you won't even notice in the grand scheme of things, but will make a huge impact in keeping us going and keeping the show free. And we really appreciate that. Uh, let's go into news. Yahoo and Sony Pictures have announced that Community will return this fall for a highly anticipated sixth season with 13 new episodes available exclusively on Yahoo Screen. Didn't that show get canceled? The series that will not die. NBC canceled them. And this was after so many rumors of them being canceled for even the fifth season. And then they started the whole hashtag and campaign of six seasons in a movie. Uh, and they are getting their sixth season thanks to Yahoo. So I assume it will be available for free on there and then with advertisements built in. But and then the movie. The show that won't die keeps on going. So you got to give them some credit. They clearly have a strong fan base. I've never heard of Yahoo Screen, but (laughs) (laughs) apparently there are other people that will travel over there because they do have a very loyal fan base, at least. So it makes sense to do that. It is nice that we live in a time where things like that can happen, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's way different than things used to be, which is nice. There's some good news and bad news for Baking Bad fans. We're excited. Baking, baking, baking bad. bad. Yep, baking bad. It's the one where um he bakes the meth into cupcakes. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. and there's like a blue frosting on them. Got it. Yeah. Oh, you haven't heard about that one? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there's good news and bad news for Breaking Bad fans who are excited for the upcoming. Uh, good God, <laughs> I am just off today for the upcoming spinoff series Better Call Saul. The bad news is that the series has been delayed. Originally planned to premiere this November, the show will now air sometime in 2015. The good news, however, is that AMC has already renewed the series for a second season. The first season is slated to run for 10 episodes, with the second planned for 13. That's always crazy to me when a show gets renewed for additional seasons before it's even hit the air. 
I wonder if it's just because the first season's so short and they have like a story arc they need to finish. Maybe. Or they just have a lot of faith in the fan base of Breaking Bad. No thanks to those Baking Bad fans. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're just really happy with what they've been producing so far with the new show. That happens occasionally that they go, okay, this show is just coming out even better than we expected. And we have a lot of faith in what it's going to do. So it's always a gamble, but it's not like they can't take that away. Right. So it's not as much of a gamble as I guess it might seem. Two new characters from the DC universe are making their way to Arrow for the upcoming third season. Devin Aoki has been cast as Tatsu Yamashiro, a.k.a. Katana. A skilled martial artist, Katana gets her name from the deadly sword she wields, which contains the souls of everyone she has killed, including her late husband. It's unclear if this supernatural angle will manifest itself in the character in the series, but we do know that she'll be important to Oliver's flashback sequences in the upcoming season. In the comics, the character is closely associated not only with the Birds of Prey, but also Batman's The Outsiders. She looks very young. I don't know how young she is. I've seen her in other stuff before, but I can't necessarily put my finger on what. But Katana's a cool character, so it'd be nice to see her translate over a screen. Another one, Brandon Routh. Oh. Is making the jump from Man of Steel to subatomic superhero. He was not Superman. Yes, he was. Let's forget that. (laughs) As the former Superman has been cast in the role of Ray Palmer, a.k.a. The Atom. It's being reported that Palmer will serve as a love interest for Felicity Smoke, as well as become the new head of Queen Consolidated. A previous report on casting also teased that we'll be seeing Palmer suit up as a tech-powered superhero. Capable of shrinking to subatomic sizes, Ray Palmer was introduced in 1961. A member of the Justice League and Teen Titans at one point, the Atom and Green Arrow actually share an adversary in Deathstroke. So, cool to see uh, Brandon Routh returning to the DCU this time in the form of another character. Yeah, because it was the movie that sucked, not him, right? Right, absolutely. And Ralph's been great in other things, too. He was awesome in Scott Pilgrim. But Superman was just not the role for him. He was cast primarily just because he was a Christopher Reeve lookalike, yeah. more or less. TV Line reports that Robbie Amell, cousin of Arrow's Stephen Amell, has been cast as Ronnie Raymond for The Flash. Raymond will serve as a Star Labs maintenance worker who is engaged to Danielle Panabaker's Caitlin Snow and reportedly plays an integral part in the accident that gives Barry Allen his powers. In the source material, Ronnie Raymond is also one half of the superhero Firestorm, who he becomes upon fusing together with his partner. The character has some of the most complex and unique powers in the DCU, as he's capable of transforming matter into other elements, in addition to superhuman strength and flight. So two guys... So two turn into one superhero combined to form Firestorm. Station! <laughs> Which guy controls him? Uh, one kind of takes the primary. Now, I'm not super, super familiar with Firestorm, Seems but I, I believe one person takes control of the body while another one is kind of in the back of the mind but can still give communication. So they both live in the brain, but only one is in charge of the body. I see. Yeah, and the other one's kind of there for support. And I believe... I don't know which one's which. I think the other one is a scientist that combines and he knows like all the chemical formulas and molecular compositions that enables Firestorm to use his matter transformation powers. So he wouldn't be able to do it without that kind of knowledge. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll see Firestorm pop up, but the fact that they keep putting more and more of the DCU into both Arrow and the Flash is very cool. 
So it just creates more opportunity, I think, yeah. for the future moving forward, which is awesome. Included this one this week specifically for Anna, because I knew she was going to be here. Ooh. For the first time since Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows hit store shelves seven years ago, J.K. Rowling has offered an update on The Boy Who Lived. A new Pottermore post has gone up, and while it's written from the perspective of the Daily Prophet gossip columnist Rita Skeeter, the new post takes a look at the adult Potter, his wife Ginny, and his friends Ron and Hermione as they attend the 2014 Quidditch World Cup Finals. In the new article, Rowling teases that Skeeter will have a new book, Dumbledore's Army, The Dark Side of the Demob, released on July 31st, which is also Harry's birthday. Do you know anything about this? I read about the article. I didn't read it yet, though. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't. I thought well, you'd be right on that. One of the links like didn't work, and okay. then I had to try to find it through something. Else. I don't, I'm not on Pottermore, mm-hmm. so, and I just have been too lazy to sign up for that. So I'm lazy. Are you excited like really lazy. or disappointed that Rowling is continuing to dip her toes in the Potterverse? Um, I'll give it a try, but personally, like, especially after that comment she made about like Harry and Hermione should have been the couple or whatever, I think yep. she's sort of headed in the crazy land of George Lucas. Okay. Like, he, she was definitely absolutely brilliant, but if she's going to get weird, then just stop it. It's time to start letting your creation live on its own instead of trying to control it and further adapt it and yeah i mean i wouldn't mind a little update but we'll see we'll see yeah i don't know i'll she'll give write it a another shot book. <laughs> yeah there'll be another book well no with she'll, him as an adult if she's gonna go somebody. in the same form as lucas she's gonna go back and rewrite the original right. harry potter yeah. books with more special effects yeah <laughs> she'll go back and be like no that's not actually how that happened yeah. as a matter of fact well I and don't then know, we'll hayden christensen will play harry potter and <laughs> she'll probably get bieber Oh, uh, nobody likes that idea. <laughs> and you don't even like Harry Potter in your bum. No, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> on a recent episode of Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman podcast, which I love and listen to religiously, iconic comic book figure Neil Adams gave his opinion on the next actor that should play a live action version of the Joker. Hmm. Is there anyone oh. you guys would kind of nominate or do you already know? I think I know. I have no idea. I think I know. Should I just play the clip? Yeah. Here's a choice. Go ahead. For um, Joker. Yes. So we'll say we're looking for another Joker. Okay. Okay. Because they will be soon. Right. So they're going to... Matt Smith. Matt Smith is... Oh, the Doctor, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tall. He's got the... He he's got, and can do physical. Overcome. He doesn't... He's gonna not going to seem like a challenge mm-hmm. to the to previous one. He's got that look. Fan favorite. Smile, fan favorite. In our world. Exactly. Be fantastic. Huge. And he's got the shape. Everything's yeah. got everything's there. I think that's an amazing idea. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, yeah. Yeah. And if you need visual convincing, bam. <laughs> that's that's awesome. a fan done. That's awesome. Joker, uh, Matt Smith as Joker, but I think it looks awesome. That is awesome. And he's right. He's he got has that it. facial shape. Yep. The hair uh, that he's got that. And we've seen him do it in Doctor Who, that ability to go 180 between humor oh, yeah. and being super serious. I think he's a, a fantastic choice for it. Yep. Even though some people are like, oh, I'd like to see him do Riddler or whatever. Or why are we seeing the Joker again? That's not the point. We're just no. it's not saying that this needs to happen soon and they shouldn't do other villains first. But conceptually, this is a fantastic idea. Yeah, I, he, I love it. He would be different, but. 
in such a good way. Right. And it, he should be different. Yeah, Every Joker right. should be different. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yep. Once Upon a Time, not a show I've watched before necessarily, but I know it's very popular. They previously teased the inclusion of characters from Frozen in their upcoming season. And now the parts of Elsa, Anna, and Kristoff have all been cast. So let's go through them. Scott Michael Foster has landed the role of Kristoff, the hearty salt-of-the-earth ice cutter whose sometimes gruff demeanor can hide his deep love for Anna and her sister Elsa. They kind of nailed that one. Yeah. Like, this guy is that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. Visually, Just I think they shave, did very well with yeah. these, but yeah. Uh, I guess he was on a show called Greek before, another show I haven't watched, but uh, yeah. So I don't really know much about him, but it seems visually like a good idea. Newcomer Elizabeth Lale will play Anna, Queen Elsa's younger sister, who is described as a fun-loving, fearless optimist who often gets herself into situations where she is in over her head yet is able to triumph due to her resourcefulness and can-do spirit. When did Jean Jackets come back? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've noticed it more lately. I know, yeah, me yeah. too. And sometimes with jeans. Right. I thought that was that was definitely an 80s thing. Way too much denim. Yeah. That was my dad all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's odd to see. Yeah, and since this girl's new, we don't know a whole bunch about her acting ability, but she looks close enough to, She's good enough. to make that work. And lastly... Georgina Haig, who played Henrietta Bishop on Fox's Fringe, has been cast as Elsa. The Frozen arc on the ABC series is expected to follow the events of the hit movie. Cool. What do you think of that one? Good now, Anna, that. you watched Fringe, yeah? Fringe, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember her. Who she was, she? was uh, Peter Bishop's daughter in the future. Oh, maybe it was really late in the season. It was I didn't... last season. Oh, yeah. I didn't get there yet. Oh. I stopped. It got confusing. Yeah. <laughs> it someday. does go downhill we keep, quite we keep a bit. talking to each other. Go, someday we're going to finish Fringe. That's yeah. like me someday. saying someday I'm going to finish Lost. <laughs> Halfway through season two. And I was like, yeah. That's so good. So, yeah, good castings there. I think so. I think they did well. Uh, I, she's the only one I'm familiar with because I did watch Fringe. So that's fine. That'll be good. They have like the same smile in that picture. I know, right? Yeah. It's kind of creepy. <laughs> I'm very careful about the images that I choose. <laughs> so if people do want to see all these images, they'll be in the show notes. Head to thegeekgeneration.com. You can check those out. I'll put the Matt Smith joke one. I actually put up a whole article for that because I like wrote up an article. I think I was one of the first people on the Internet to have that article up. Yeah, I'm like, can I? Can we just have that now? <laughs> I like, know. I just want to see. Like, I want you to shut this all off and then we can watch a movie with Matt Smith as the Joker in it. Like, <laughs> they're gonna just, make can we just do Don't that now? Yeah. Uh, if they're going to do Justice League. Right. They're going to end up having Joker in it somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Warner Brothers and D-Line Pictures have set Zach Penn to adapt Ernie Klein's Ready Player One for the big screen. The property is officially described as follows. In the near future, outcast teenager Wade Watts escapes from his bleak surroundings by logging into the Oasis, a globally networked virtual utopia where users can lead idyllic alternate lives. When the eccentric billionaire who created the Oasis dies, he offers up his vast fortune as the prize in an elaborate treasure hunt. Along with gamers from around the world, Wade joins the adventure and quickly finds himself pitted against powerful corporate foes and other ruthless competitors who will do anything in the Oasis or the real world to reach the treasure first. Penn previously wrote the screenplays for The Incredible Hulk and X-Men The Last Stand. Last movie will suck. <laughs> the Incredible Hulk was good. It was okay. The Last X-Men was terrible. Mm. I know Damien has read this book and he has written a review for the site and the book looks really cool. It's a great concept, and I'm very excited they're making a movie out of it because now I don't have to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. Although, 
the audiobook is read by a Mr. Will Wheaton. Oh. So I could just enjoy the audiobook that way too. Yeah. But now that I know they're making a movie, I'll, uh, I'll wait for the movie. Pumped about that. Lastly, during our fall TV preview, I had nominated Gallivant as the series to get canned first, but apparently I was wrong. Fox has canceled the action-adventure series Hieroglyph before it even airs, (laughs) (laughs) which is another one we were not too fond of. Uh, According to The Hollywood Reporter, only the first episode had been filmed before writers began breaking scripts and stories, which weren't meeting a certain level creatively for the rest of the season. Filming on the remaining 12 episodes was expected to start later this year, but will not be happening. (laughs) That's something you don't see too often. They're like, this sucks so bad. (laughs) Just stop. Just stop stop." now. That's amazing. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it didn't look good. There was something off about it the whole time. And like you said, Mike, too, that it looks like something that belongs on cable television, not network television. Mm -hmm. So, it should yeah. be ruthless and filled with boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Completely agree. It should. That's what it is. Everything should be ruthless and filled with boobs. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. Most of the shows that are wildly popular these days are ruthless and filled with boobs. It's true. Boobs. Yeah. yeah. Boobs no sell. Boobs. There's not really any boobs on The Walking Dead. Well, it's no. they can't. On AMC? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure they can't. they can show boobs. Mm. No. Yeah. Maybe some side. Side boob. <laughs> side boob's cool. There's a little bit of sex, like, but not really. Yeah. More, more dying. Well, you can only have so much necrophilia on a show, you know. True. <laughs> I wonder who'd you turn into a zombie? I'm just out of curiosity yeah. if you stuck Pretty it sure. in. Pretty uh, sure. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we thinking about that? I don't know. For two seconds. It's just a question that came into yeah. my head just now. And I watched Anna, Anna just cringe and not even. <laughs> she kind of looked at me out of the corner of her eye. I'm like, what are we talking Recoil and terror. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I do That's want how to. We end the show. <laughs> necrophilia. Yeah. I do want to uh, give you guys a heads up for something that's coming down the pike. Episode 200 is not too far away, which is kind of our next big milestone. How many cookies are we going to (laughs) get? He's going to make us a cake. Oh, you don't like cake. He's going to make us nachos. Nachos. (laughs) On top of a cake. Yeah. Nacho cake. Nacho cake. (laughs) That's going to be the name of episode 200, too. Nacho cake. Nacho cake. Are we doing this from Disney? Uh, sure. Or Universal, Absolutely. so we can have Anna and Harry Potter World. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Oh no. Yeah, but will will you? Are you able to enter Harry Potter World, or is it like a vampire that can't enter your house? Like you have to, Me? you can't go across the threshold. Can you step foot in Harry Potter? Oh, World? Oh, I've been be? there twice. Oh, sorry. Really? Yeah. Aww. And they just finished the train now. That I takes know. you from one park to another. They go. killed Jaws for that train. That Jaws ride was pretty bad, though. It was. It was very old. It was old. But so they still have Jaws there, though, right? Isn't he Jaws still, is still there? Yeah, up, that's the same with them. the Back to the Future ride. They got rid of the Back to the Future ride, but they still they have the car and the it train. With the Simpsons, which the Simpsons that's town is really ride. cool looking. Yeah, it's like the exact the same ride. It's just the Simpsons, but it's like high def, so it's yeah, better. They upgraded the yeah. visuals, but they have the car and the train, and they have people running around as uh, Doc. Yep. Nice. I've been on the Back to the Future ride, but I haven't been back to Universal in a long time. It's awesome. I want to go. Awesome roller coasters now. Geek Generation vacation. Totally. (laughs) That'd be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, it would. Oh, Hmm. future plans. Okay. Anyway, uh, (laughs) episode two hundred. Oh, by the way, if you want to, you know, donate to Patreon. Yeah, (laughs) help us (laughs) make that vacation happen. Right. Uh, Episode two hundred. This is the plan. I don't know if we're – this is heavily reliant on the fans as to whether or not we can pull this off. It's nothing monetary. We just need your assistance. 
the plan is that I am going to be in the hot seat for a change. Mike Volpe and anyone else who can be here for it will be interviewing me. All right. Anna, we got to start coming up with some questions. So uh, what we need you guys to do out there, we need you to send in any questions that you want asked. Is there a geeky topic I haven't covered yet and you want my opinion? Is there something personal you want answered? Do you want to use me as your therapist and give you shitty life advice? (laughs) Any of those things that you are looking for, uh, you can throw them our way. However, I don't want to know what they are beforehand. So send all your questions to Mike at thegeekgeneration.com. He will get them over there. He will choose the ones that he wants to use. He might not use them. And those all. are the ones that forward straight to my other email, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you'll get them. Uh, and please put episode 200 in the subject line so Volpe yes. actually looks at it because mm-hmm. he gets a lot of stuff. I'm in. really hoping I laugh a lot. So let's go. <laughs> feel free to send him anything you want. I know he'll be here for it. And then anyone else that is able to come in for that, it's a big deal. So we're looking at roughly when we're looking at, let's see, this will be 192. So we're looking at a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Although it depends if we get some stuff out faster. We'll see. We might get to it quicker. But don't delay on this because it's going to come down to the wire. And if we're not getting stuff in, I will just change the idea on the fly. And we will not do this at all for episode 200. So this is heavily reliant on you guys. Uh, but I think it'd be interesting. Plus, uh, I just want to step out of the the helm for once and see what you guys can do. <laughs> I get to run the show for yeah. one day, oh, one no. big episode. I think that'll just be fun as hell. I so. hope I get control of the sound effects and everything. Oh, I'll, I'll give you the whole board. Oh, I yeah. won't know how to do a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> you going, Rob, can you come over here? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. 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 Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Click. <laughs> Let me find this. <laughs> I can't make the sound effects minute. work, so I'm just yeah. going to fart into the microphone. <laughs> Howard Stern style. That'll happen. Uh, so that's the plan for episode 200. Uh, if you guys don't want us to do that either, just say you don't want us to do that. We'll do something else. So uh, that's that's the idea, though, and we shall see from there. As we get out of here, final thoughts. Something you guys want to plug, Anna? Nope. Volpe. No. Okay. Just go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. <laughs> there you go. Buy shit. That's always a good idea. Uh, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com to see everything that we do over there. All the images that we looked at for the news and things today will be on the show notes for this episode. So you can check those out there, too. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. Two scumbags decided to go in and give us like one star ratings. So we need you guys to go in and really? offset those. Did you see how stupid the one was too? Yeah, that you can them. read. He's like, they said if you don't watch Smallville that you shouldn't be listening to the show. I'm like, that's because that episode was, was a Smallville, a Smallville episode. episode. <laughs> I didn't listen to that episode because I knew better because I read. We get right. stupid shit like this all the time. Yeah. Too. So dumb. So uh, let's offset some D bags and uh, get some five star reviews in the iTunes. I'm thinking maybe I'll start giving stuff away for really good iTunes reviews. Maybe we'll pick one every now and then and give a prize. Who knows? Uh, don't hold me to that. <laughs> <laughs> you can like us at Facebook.com slash The Geek Generation. Follow us at Geek Generation on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Night Angel. Support the show by going to TheGeekGeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at TheGeekGeneration.com. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. See you. Later. Bye. Make it so.